Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Hey, welcome back. Spooky season rolls on. We, we're still we're as terrifying as ever. Yes, thank God. Boo! Thank God we're on ca- we're on a, a podcast and not like an actual streaming. We get to see our faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a real face for radio. I do have a real face for radio. <laughs> hey, I got some preamble stuff to go over. Okay. Do um, you? No. No. Good. Great. Uh, let's start off with a quick movie review. Okay. I watched Mr. Harrigan's phone, aka in my mind, Ghost Phone. Okay. What's funny? I um I watched it with my wife because it's on Netflix. I was like, oh hey, we I want to watch Ghost Phone. She's like, didn't we just watch Ghost Phone? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, that movie we saw at the drive-in. That was Black Phone. That was based on a story written by Stephen King's son Joe Hill. I was like, oh, no no okay. no, that's a different Ghost Phone. All all of the phones. That's a different Ghost Phone. We're gonna watch this Ghost Phone. She's like, that's too many Ghost Phones. What's with this family and Ghost Phones? I'm like, I don't know. But we're watching Ghost Phone. Okay, watching Ghost Phone. It's okay. Okay. That was. No, no. I felt like there was more build up to it <laughs> no, for what it was. Nope. Uh, there's not much more to it than that. I. It's a fairly faithful adaptation of the short story. It. It. it I don't know. If you call it a short story or novella. It's kind of in that. It's kind of long for a short story, but kind of short for a novella. So you know, pick whatever one you want to call it. It's okay. It. It. Like I said, it follows the book pretty closely. Um. But I think it works better in text than on film okay i don't know it, it was it was kind of dull and it, it's but, one of those it's like it's hard to critique because it's just like yeah that's the story but it's it's kind of boring the, the do you think the story was boring on film because it's a boring story or because of no, like I, li- I like the story in the book it just doesn't lend itself to action yeah i just it, it was very faithful and i just don't think it translates well. is it better for theater of the mind yeah yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think there's there's stuff like, uh, or especially around like deaths and stuff, because it's all about like this old man like gets a iPhone one, and then this kid, um, because there's some weird technical glitch, which apparently was a thing. This kid's able to like call it call to this man from beyond the grave to get him to kill people, and like the uh, character connections and the deaths were just there was more impact in the text than there was in live action. Ah, uh, okay. You're able to like. Feel better, like feel not better for them, but feel the characters more and become more connected to them, and like there yeah. was more weight to the action. Yeah, there there was more of an impact in the book, uh, which saves us an episode because it was, you know, I'm I'm happy talking about a really shitty movie, or I'm happy talking about a really good movie, but like when you're talking about a, you know, it's it's fine kind of movie, like that's that's not a very interesting conversation. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't move the needle too far one direction or the no, other. So that's yeah, quick review of Mr. Harrigan's phone is it's fine, it's not great it's not bad it's it's so solidly in the middle i can't really recommend it it, it just is <laughs> yeah kind of and then uh i want to talk a little about t- what the fuck was talk that? a little about yeah talk a little about okay we're gonna talk a little about um my own private art collection oh wow we're gonna just talk about yourself now yeah okay this is new for you why are you <laughs> why are you listening to the show if it's not for at least some of my interests that's a good point. It's nothing to do with my interest. This is actually you created a whole segment for me. I did. <laughs> That's a good point. Which um, then you shanghaied. No, I I only have two notes for uh, basketball. Well, this that's because basketball hasn't really started started till next week. I have week. two notes, and they're both important. 
Okay. So if you listen to the show in the past, um, the way I got into comics is I first bought an issue of Sensational Spider-Man from the grocery store. I shouldn't say I bought my dad bought it for me because, you know, I didn't have any money when I was a child, as most children don't. And you still don't as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> to, be, yeah to be fair, not much has changed. But so I bought an issue of Sensational Spider-Man. That's my first issue. But the first mm. like run of things I read was Spectacular Spider-Man. As you know, a young child, I didn't know that there were like multiple Spider-Man books, and it didn't like really register with me. So I started reading Spectacular. Uh, I've been looking for art from that first run of Spectacular Spider-Man that I read. From it was uh, J.M. DeMattis is the writer, Luke Ross is the artist. Mm. I found one page like two months ago. Paid forty bucks for it. Okay, one of actually that might be the cheapest page i've ever bought i think the second cheapest page i bought was from my first issue was 50 bucks oh okay so I think it might, it, it's uh that one right there that it's also going to be in a different location in a week okay yeah but i got that a couple of months ago i've been looking for years and yesterday i won a really fucking good page from it okay for, uh coincidentally the same issue like it, it's basically like, it was like like eight or nine issues that i bought as a kid and i like reread over and over and over again mm-hmm so I really just want to get stuff from that. And I've been able to find... So that's my second one. Weirdly, in the last couple of months, despite me looking for years. It's amazing how when you stop looking, things just pop up. Yeah, there was uh, some professional considerations before for stuff that I couldn't have purchased. Ah. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. But so that's awesome. I got that. But here's the other side of this coin. It's... Or maybe not of this coin, but mm-hmm. of something. So I meant like spectacular was the first like run of things I read. Sensational was my very first. Yes, the best page, a page I've tweeted about. Like I've blown this whole thing up. Now is online. Oh no! Look out! Um, except it's listed as not for sale. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, and I messaged. I sent the person an, an email. Like, it was like, hey, like I see this is listed as not for sale. Uh, but if you were considering to sell it, like I'll just lay it out. Like this is from my first book. There's some so there's sentimental value for me, and that's really all I'm looking to collect, collect at this point. Mm-hmm. If you could let me know one way or another, it'd be appreciated. Okay, zero response. That bastard. Uh, but now I know that literally my Grail page, like the thing I want most in this world. Like if I were to say to you, like I know we've talked about this before. You're like, oh, I'd like a Bill Belichick. Th- thing or whatever but say some kind of memorabilia what do you want oh i don't i don't know i like some some signed patriot stuff i think well what i'm also saying with this is i'm keeping it with like realistic expectations if someone yeah. was like because i like let's say for example like fantastic four number one fantastic four number two no art is known to exist from those so if you were to say like oh i have this I'm like yeah i'd love that but that would be like i don't know million bucks or plus or whatever for so, so like that's way out of like my range but like this is like this is an obtainable mm. kind of goal yes okay uh so sign patriot so what are you talking for your end sign patriot stuff I, you know either like a i mean just be so, so hard to come by like a game worn jersey that's signed by the patriot who wore it like like a brady would be like way over the top like i like like an edelman would be a good one troy brown well, like somebody I, Drew Bledsoe too. I'm a huge. I was a huge Drew Bledsoe fan. Like even like a signed helmet. I tried to win you a Patriots jersey. It's true, you did a Gronkowski jersey, I believe. No, it was Brady. Oh, it was Brady. Yeah, I put forty bucks in. Oh, you're 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 a pal. No, I didn't win it, so oh. I just lost forty bucks. You're a pal. <laughs> but yeah, if you were like gun to my head, like in the world of like collectible anything or like item or whatever the fuck, like I would probably say the cover for that book would be number one. But number two would be this page that I now yeah. know exists online. Like, because I had emailed 
everyone about this book. Like I've emailed the writer, the inker, letterer, the cover artist, like colorist, like everybody possibly involved. And I was also told at one point it was like, yeah, a bunch of the stuff was just probably like junked. That's what the anchor told me. He's now yeah. a professor. You're like, no. Yeah, that, that was kind of it. But now I know that like the page I want is out there in the world. And the guy that owns it did not message me back. Not even to say like, nah, I'm not selling it. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, there's still time. Oh, there's time. Is It's one of those things like if you sell me this page, I will be fucking buried in my grave with it. But we'll see, like, I'm not going to. You realize you gave up a ton of leverage in this negotiation with this individual. I, I didn't say as long as it is listen to this podcast. I didn't. Oh. I did say, like, look, this is from my first issue, so it has sentimental value for me, which is all I'm really collecting at this point, which is true. Okay. But I, I wasn't like, I'll, I'll pay anything. I will give you my firstborn. Like, if he comes back with a four-figure number, like, that ain't happening. It's not worth that much. Not over. He wouldn't pay, like, over $1,000 for it? I will that's, not. That's four no, figures. No, I would not pay over $1,000 for this page. Okay. It's not worth that much. But I pay $999. $999 in <laughs> plus shipping and handling. I think at that point I earn free shipping. Oh, okay. Well, what if he's like, nope, nine hundred ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents, and you pay shipping? <laughs> so twenty bucks, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's uh, check back on this saga. I'm not going to pester the guy. Mm. I'll probably send him an- another message in a couple of months. Just be like, hey, wanted to follow up on this. Slide you know, his it, D- it, Are you it, just it, you're it, gently sliding into his DMs? Yes. If okay. um, if you ever have any interest, like please think of me first. You're like, hey, it's me again. Your old buddy, but, Zach. But I also, like I said, I just bought a page from my first run, mm-hmm. which I got into a bidding war with the guy with, and fuck that guy. I but, mean, I, I won, but Christ, I uh, would have appreciated a few hundred less. Yeah, but he wanted it too. Yeah, fuck him. Ah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Hope people cared about that. If you don't, uh, time codes are listed down below. Probably should have said that up front. Yeah, you may want to add that there. All right. Are we done preambling? Yeah, now that we're done, I I'm think this talking yeah. about my art. Yeah, well, no, that was I like that it was a little... and, and, and art that I don't own. Yeah, holy fuck! Like my Grail piece is out there. Someone owns it. It's not destroyed, and it's someone who is active. Who is an active? Would you dealer. would you equate this to like like when you were younger, like a middle school crush or a high school crush that you lost? Like you're like totally like this was like smitten with this girl or or guy, whatever you might be, whoever the listeners. But would you for you would you equate it to like? The high school, like your high school sweetheart crush that you never were, but you're like, I wonder what she's doing. And then one day she just pops up on social media and you reach out to her and be like, hey, it's me, Zach. Oh, that's such a you thing. No, I don't do, I would never do that. That's, that's totally you. I like how you completely equated it to something that you would do. But <laughs> no, so I'm, I have I'm no, trying to understand. I have I'm trying no to understand. That. No, but like, would you say it's like, it's like something similar to that or like somebody that you hadn't talked to, but you've been thinking about. And trying to find them. No, because what you're talking about is... Now it makes it sound like uh, I'm a stalker, which I'm not. No, it's making you sound like, hey, can I follow up on this unrequited lust where I'm just like, oh shit, I want that thing. You want to be buried with it. There's a difference. I don't (laughs) want to be buried with anybody. My thing is is potentially obtainable. Uh, You know, no, these are two separate things. I'm just trying to like, I was trying to make an equivalency and apparently it wasn't working and I'm sorry. I would rather own this also, what do you page? mean? That's such a you thing I would do. I would not do that. You absolutely would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. At least not from a standpoint of lust. I mean, at that point, like... No, no, no. How, I'm sorry. How many girls have you messaged like, hey, remember me? Hey, it's time for the news. <laughs> Versus me, where I would just be like, eh, never talk to them again. I wouldn't say remember me. Uh, they clearly would remember me. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. 
Sorry, I took away from your uh, how memorable you are. Hey, let's dive into the news. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm glad that guy got into a bidding war with you, and I'm glad the other guy's not getting back to you. <laughs> I'm glad you spent too much money, and also you're not getting what you want out of spoiler life. Alert. Fuck you. Spoiler alert. I'm that guy. I own that piece ah, of art. Son of a bitch. You know, the, the real fucking bummer of it is like he put up this whole thing. He's like, oh, my kids are really into this character, so this page means something. I'm like, fuck. Have less of an emotional connection to the thing that I want for an emotional connection. Oh, you left that part out. That was a key part to the whole story. Well, now we heard it. All right, let's move on from there. You're to- trying to steal from children. It might be a family heirloom. Fuck you- his kids weren't around in the mid-90s. Did his kids? Did you say fuck his kids? <laughs> no, um, if you happen to listen to this, um, I don't know. Do you want to trade for that piece of art that I just bought yesterday? They're from the same goddamn time period. All right. A couple months apart. Okay, let's just go to the news. All right, the nudes. Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. All right, we got news. Can't believe that you want to steal from that man's kids. I would never do that. Oh, is it? Please tell me. Please tell me you have the Alan Moore story in here. Oh no, I forgot about that <laughs> one. I didn't. Um, we can add that one in though. But let's uh, let's not bury the lead. Okay. Like, listen, kids, we're all here for uh, one bit of news. Yeah. Picard, man. Picard. Damn, well, you were building it up like there was like. You're going to be, no, this is something you're not just going to like nod and look at your phone and go, uh huh, uh huh. No. No, you'll have an opinion on this. I have Fucking a great opinion about this. Picard season three had a new trailer at New York Comic Con. And all of the friggin' spoiler bombs. They picked the weirdest thumbnail, though. Like it's a bad thumbnail. Yeah, well, you know, I get over the thumbnail. Did you not notice that how bad the thumbnail was? Yeah, there generally are good thumbnails on videos. It's just like days. Riker with like his jaw like fully open going, like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> like what? What is Some happening? Shit's happening. That's what's happening. Well, he, I think he was only like fire everything we have, but yes, it's just like he's very slack jawed, and it's a terrible thumbnail. Oh, but oh, we get we get all the good stuff. Holy shit, though, this is Beverly. Ba- Beverly's got Beverly's got into some shit. Now, here's a question. Here's a th- a theory I had. Was Beverly out looking to find Wesley after the interaction with? No, um, Beverly is. So, from what I've read on stuff, Beverly is no longer part of the Federation. Okay. She's doing uh, something separate. It's like Doctors Without Borders, but in space. Oh, okay. Well, there's no real... It's hard to have borders in space. Well, there's the neutral zone. That's a goddamn border. Yeah, but see, here's the other thing about that. Like, the neutral zone, how... Like, space goes in all directions. So, how far up does the neutral zone go, and how far down does the neutral zone go? All the way. Okay, just checking. It's all the way. All right, cool. Is it like a sphere? All the way. All right. All the way up, all the way down. Okay, just just checking. Thank you. <laughs> but there's also been uh, stuff from the series creator saying that like Picard is kind of like our he's our number one guy. Like clearly, like, the show is called Star Trek Picard. But like, yes, I'm back. What was I talking about? Star Trek Beverly. Oh, I'll start that already. So for what's been. Uh, said from the creator is that uh crusher and riker are going to be kind of number two like kind of screen time wise behind picard yeah you just took like a 10 minute phone call and it's really fucking throwing me off sorry <laughs> like, about no that one's gonna, no one will hear that but I'm, I'm, you'll now hear my complaints well, did you hear you heard norm's complaints uh what else happened this trailer um a new villain and they were like oh it was our first choice I, it's kind of a i don't know a weird the weird haircut is throwing me off oh yeah it's very flock of seagulls. Um, it's like the character from Fifth Element played by um, Gary Oldman. Like, yeah, thank God. Um, 
straggly hair is our villain, but we get a couple other villains there too, potentially. Yes. I'm, I'm throwing, and I also am putting both of these in the potential category because we don't really know the thing. We're getting Moriarty back. Oh, how cool. It doesn't yeah, look like he we, aged a day. He, he aged a little bit, but I was yeah. like, so I guess holograms can age, or like they pulled that bullshit with Q in the last one That's where he, he's there for like one second. He's like, oh, look how old you've gotten, Picard. I'll catch up. Snap. Yeah. Yeah, that was um it, it worked as a cheat, but it was a total cheat. And this one also looks like it's gonna be kind of a cheat, however they accomplish it. Also, like we know so Moriarty's in this, but I'm not uh ready to say like, oh, it's a villain. Interesting. Well, he wasn't He was an antagonist. He, he, he was in two episodes. Yes. And one of them or they really both kind of ended with like, hey, it's not that bad. Yeah. He's just antagonizing the enterprise and then we see uh brent spiner in there as lore but i am also going to in in my mind throw a big old asterisk on that motherfucker because i'm not convinced that's lore see the thing is we see or we hear Jordy say lore but that could be totally different audio from a different thing yeah, and uh, there was a panel at New York Comic Con that had um, the Next Generation cast. They did not have uh, Raffi or Seven of Nine because, you know, who gives a shit, really? Mm. <laughs> if we're talking like what it is. But the, like he does say lore, and then there's a, there was a special feature that came out like the day or two after that con, and like it's just like everyone saying like, oh, thank you to the fans. It's like um, Sir Patrick Stewart, Jean-Luc Picard, LeVar Burton, Jordy LaForge, Brent Spiner, nothing else. Interesting. I'm not, I would love to see Lore, because I think the last time we saw Lore was after um, his time with the Borg, right? Yeah, I believe he was dismantled after that. And I mean, he's coming in with human skin, and there was that first teaser, just that like kind of voiceover teaser where we heard Brent Spiner being like something about evolution. I, I don't remember it word for word. Yeah. I'm not... We know B four is in a box. We've seen that. Mm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fully sold on it being lore. I think lore could be part of it. I. I he could like. I mean, Brent Spiner has played about. We can bring back the crystalline entity too. Brent Spiner's played like eight hundred different soons at this point. Yes, he like, does. Sooner than later, he's gonna. Ugh, fuck you. <laughs> um, I don't know. He. It's also part of like him rolling in with uh, the Starfleet uniform. And there's definitely intrigue about like that he's not look doesn't have like the white face paint, which I'm sure uh, I'm sure they work it into the story of like oh like he's do like whatever this version is is like doing something different. But I'm also sure sure that's just a cost saving method because you know he doesn't you know people's throats don't look the same they do 35 years no. like, in the future like get a little bit of a turtleneck there a little bit yes. Or, turkey turkey neck is what i was looking for oh, not well, turtle eh, close enough whatever you know what i meant i um, did I, so it's definitely a cost saving thing but i'm curious i'm not sold i'm not sold that moriarty is a villain i'm not sold that this is even actually lore best could, it could be it totally could be best two lines though i've taken up the way of pacifism from Worf. Oh, and Riker I, goes we're all gonna die he lost so much weight michael dorn no not michael uh oh. frakes like oh, yeah. from season one and I said this one. Um, well, he's not making pizza all the time well, now. When Emily was on the show versus you, it's like it's not that like he looked bad. He looks like a regular man. Yes. And like now that like he's in this for the whole season, like gotta look that, svelte. That dude, no, he's so fucking svelte. Mm. That dude is thin as shit. Like he looks thinner than he did like 
thinner than like some of the movies. Like he's so thin. He looks he looks good. He looks great. <laughs> oh, oh, there was some money spent on a trainer and a nutritionist there. Like he like I said, he didn't look bad in like no Picard season one. He just looked like regular guy. <laughs> Joe Cool. Regular guy with a wig on. But yeah, he 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 does look so svelte. Yeah, and I think um the two I should say three. I think there's kind of three interesting characters in the trailer. We get uh, Crusher. Like, it's not that she's out doing her own thing. It's like that shot of her, like, in a pod. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, like a stasis pod. That's interesting. I think Jordy is interesting because Jordy is uh, fucking pissed. And also, like, he has a daughter that's on the new Enterprise. Yes. So he's like, hmm. Which uh, he has two daughters in this. And one of them is played by uh, one of his, like, real life daughters. Oh, cool. Did not know that. On the Enterprise F. Yeah. So apparently we're gonna see ah fuck whatever Riker's ship was oh the Titan it's the yeah it's, it's, it's the Titan so we're gonna see the Titan we're gonna see a new Enterprise so that's cool yeah Worf's whole pacifism thing and like they kind of feature him a lot in the trailer of like yes doing some level of training some level of being a bass I am curious about that like are we just gonna get the buildup of like oh he's gonna hold back he's gonna hold back and then he just like kicks a bunch of ass or they actually gonna do this is like no he's just different now i think maybe a little bit of both i don't know I don't he know. looks sharp though without the white the gray I, hair the gray klingon hair it's so we've never seen a klingon like with the idea of pacifism so that's very interesting mm. i don't think kalos would like that it's <laughs> no. not gonna get you to stovel core uh, probably not uh, <laughs> uh so yeah jordy wharf uh crusher i mean troy wasn't really giving me much in this which is fine it's just a trailer like she could have a ton to do i don't know yes i don't know i feel like troy was getting served the least in what we got out of this mm. so she could have a bigger role to play she could I, uh, when she came back for picard season one she still had her wig from nemesis that's what she wore there oh i imagine they probably got her a new wig this time <laughs> but we'll see well good for her and we probably spent enough time on this trailer that's like half the show right yeah there. exactly we spent so much time on this trailer all right, we're going to move on from that. Well, we also had to take a fucking 10-minute phone call. Sorry. A bunch of Marvel shit got pushed back. Really? Yeah, because Blade's director left for um, vague unknown reasons. Hmm. And production was supposed to start in like two months. Everything has been shuffled. That's not good news, is it? So Blade is uh, was supposed to be 2023. It's now in 2024. Fantastic Four got pushed back a year deadpool got pushed back here that just got announced and it got pushed back here i feel like this is like the first time in a while that this has actually kind of like happened to the like to <sighs> the, marvel the last some directors have come and gone i think the biggie would have been um edgar wright doing ant-man in 2015 also avenger secret wars got pushed back here it was supposed to come out a uh, six months after uh avengers kang dynasty now it's a year after it ah uh, it's one of those things where it's such a moving enterprise like i'm not upset about it because it's like get all your ducks in a row like this is such like, like it's literally the biggest franchise of all, all movies time. yeah yeah so if you gotta shuffle some stuff around to make it work sure i don't have a lot of faith in blade right now just because like oh it lost its director and there's been and i am going to put this like very much up front a lot of rumors around blade that again rumor this is not fact uh, that Mahershala Ali was like upset with the script. There were like only two big action set pieces and they were kind of shitty. And the whole script is being reworked, which to be honest, I kind of believe that one. If like the whole thing got pushed back for like an extra year. Yeah. And they don't have a director. And 
Blade kind of sounds like a mess. That it does. That it does. Again, with some of this stuff being rumor, the only stuff that is definitively fact is that the director left and the movie has been pushed back. Hollywood insider Zach knows all these things. But we've talked about this before. Like, I don't, with on this in this show, we don't fucking deal with like rumor or speculation and treating it like it's news. Yeah, like, good point. I will I will tell you when things are fact and when things are rumor. Like we we're not playing that fucking game. Like, oh like sometimes you'll see like websites be like, according to our trusted sources, I'm like, your sources are shit and I don't believe a goddamn thing you say. Mm. Zach the skeptic. We don't fucking play that game here. No, we don't. We bring you the, the hard cutting. I will tell you the goddamn facts. I like it. But yeah, that's where we're at with Marvel stuff. Um, Just give me goddamn Fantastic Four movie. Jesus Christ. Can I get one good one? No. Yeah, uh, maybe not. Well, I mean, at some point, yes. House of the Dragon, a show that uh, I haven't watched in a few weeks. I think I, um, I'm i about two time jumps behind. Yes. Oh, didn't um, George R. R. Martin say, like, if they don't do it in four seasons, they, they should all be shot? Yeah, he... He said, yes, he believes the show should be like, it should be a four season run to cover the story. Yeah. That is what he said, because there's also multiple uh, other series in development. Oh, you really just kind of cut the legs out from underneath that one. So we're going to move on. Well, see, I'm just showing I was paying attention to pop culture news this week. Uh, The The algorithm gives me more of it now for some reason. The Rock has said unequivocally that he is working towards Black Adam versus Superman. Now, as I talked about fact and rumor, I am going to now talk about speculation. Okay. This is a belief of mine. I don't know if it's true or not. All right. Thank you for prefacing it. Again, give me the facts, kids. I think, uh, based on um, some reporting and whatnot, I think that Superman will be in Black Adam briefly. Hmm. I uh, I also 100% believe, I mean, The Rock is, it's not one of those things, like, he's hiding by, he's like, oh, like, um, I'm playing, like, the most unstoppable force on Earth, but, like, the most unstoppable force in the universe has been sidelined for too long. Like, he knows that people want to see Superman and, like, Henry Cavill, which, yeah, that, that sounds good. Like, get them to punch each other. And there's all like, oh, how would that fight start? I don't know, probably one of them punches each other. Mm. I'm thinking it could be, like, a post credit scene. They did that recently in the um, the Super Pets movie, which I have not watched. Uh-huh. So, but I, I did watch the post credit scene. It's literally I've seen the movie. The two of them kind of going head to head, like with words. Who who was going head to head with words? Uh, Superman and uh, Black Adam, voiced by The Rock. Oh, okay. Superman was also not no. His dog was voiced by The Rock. Yeah, he did. He did two roles. Mm. He did the dog. Then I think he did Black Adam's dog, and then also Black Adam, and whoever voiced Superman, I forget. Okay. Well, interesting. I don't know. So he he's teasing that in a big bad way. He's like, "Oh, this is gonna happen." Like, absolutely. Like he said, like absolutely. This is what we're doing. Well, I mean, the Rock, the Rock does what the Rock does. Friend of the show, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. So I I think he I do think Superman is gonna pop up in Black Adam once again. This is speculation. This is not official news. But that's just my thought. I think it's a it's a good thesis. T.J. Miller uh, pulling a George Costanza. Oh no! He's like, I would never work with Brian Reynolds again because he was mean to me on Deadpool too. And then uh, just do a quick uh, bing of T.J. Miller, and um, he's kind of a piece of shit. And no one wants to work with him. He's totally pulling like a, hey, you're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you. I have hand in this breakup. 
He's going full George Costanza on this bullshit. Also, you said Bing. Why would you Bing anything? Why not Google it? Uh, because it's funnier, and I stole that joke from Monogastire. Okay. I didn't know if, like, with your new job that you, like, no, are, no. like a corporate slave to Bing. No, no. I, okay. No, I 100% stole that from Monogastire. Okay. Because I think it's the funniest thing in the world. It's so weirdly uncomfortable. Uh, and ask like, Jeeves didn't want any of that? Like, hey, could, could you Bing that? Are you going <laughs> to... That's just, it's so like weirdly uncomfortable, and I think it's hilarious. Are you going to go search for it on Alta Vista? 100%, 100% stole that from On a Gas Tire. Clever. I love it. It's such a funny joke in my mind. Uh, what was, hey, what could, was the other search engine? Could you bing that? What was the search engine that would give you like results from different search engines? I have no idea. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but it's been a while, so I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, so TJ Miller's like, Ryan Reynolds said things to me when we were filming in character as Deadpool that were really mean and I would never work with him again and it's weird that he hates me. I'm like, dude, you've been accused of like sending in bomb threats on trains and sexual abuse and no one fucking likes you and you're like, I would never work again with Ryan like Ryan Reynolds, the guy who's kind of beloved everywhere. Shut up. No one gives a fuck what you have to say. There's a reason that you haven't done anything since like Silicon Valley where you got shit canned. There's a reason there's a joke in Deadpool about Christopher Plummer replacing you because no one likes you because everyone knows that you're a shithead and you're like, well, I wouldn't work with Ryan Reynolds ever again. Yeah. Okay, great. Good for you, buddy. You take the high road. There you go. What are you looking up? I'm trying to find it. It wasn't Hotbot. <laughs> whatever this search engine was i remember it because yeah. like, it, it was like at the time it was like toted as like oh my god have you seen the search engine it searches all the search engines but yeah i don't remember what it is i can't remember what it is either all right i give up on it oh it's dogpile that was the name of it <laughs> that was also the smoothest landing your phone has it had did. since i smacked it, it landed wow. on top of the couch that was incredible it kind of cartwheeled its way up there i don't know if anyone even heard it so let's uh make sure they do ah you hit my hand <laughs> so this that was just assault yeah, you violent pig. <laughs> uh, what else is happening in the world of news? Uh, hey, you want to know when the Penguin's coming after uh, the Batman? No, but I guess I do. Uh, one week later. Oh, okay. So, so Gotham's still pretty flooded. Oh, okay. And Colin Farrell's like, wah, 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 what do I do here? I guess my boss is dead and I'm not tied up anymore. Maybe he hopes for freezing and it'll be like all ice everywhere. It'll be very good for the Penguin. Maybe he gets an army of penguins that put rocket launchers on their back. Mm. And then if he dies... They carry him away in a funeral procession. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think we've already seen that movie before. Ah, okay. Oh, oh yeah, and the Super Mario trailer happened. We should talk about that. I was going to try and move on, but we can't. Yeah. We can't not talk about that. Everyone hated it. Everyone, specifically Chris Pratt's voice, and we have talked on the show before. Like I do not understand the hate that Chris Pratt gets. I think the internet um, has overblown a lot of things, and I don't think he's actually done anything that bad, to my knowledge. But that being said, his voice for Mario sucks. <laughs> it's like Chris Pratt mostly, yeah, with like it's a just slight Chris Pratt, and like the, uh, people were making fun of Mario like in the poster before it came out. Like, why does Mario have such a flat ass? And as a flat assed Italian, mm. I stand in solidarity with Mario, motherfucker. Yeah, but don't stand on like don't stand sideways because we won't be able to see your ass. <laughs> no, you can't. It's non-existent. It's it's a pancake. It, and by the way, I am I don't know if we said this. I am legally an Italian now. Oh, you are? Yeah. Congratulations. I, I am legally a dual citizen. Nice. Did your ass get flatter when you got the official citizenship? Well, I was hoping for that badonkadonk when I got oh, the yeah. news, but uh sadly nothing happened. Okay, good to know. It's a me, a flat ass. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. 
<laughs> yeah, he's just like, hey, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. I'm Chris Pratt. You- I just sound like Chris Pratt, turns out. Which worked really well for the Lego movie, but when you have a very established sound for Mario, like versus Lego, it uh, it reads wrong. Yeah. Okay, I'm, like, I'm not a Chris Pratt defender. I'm more of a Chris Pratt confusionist because I'm like, you're not, an apolo- you're not a Chris Pratt apologist. <laughs> like, why, why do people hate you? I don't. I think people make up a lot of things that aren't. Um, they extrapolate things that maybe aren't true. I can't tell. That's where I'm at with Chris Pratt. But yeah, oh, fuck. That uh, voice was bad. <laughs> Yeah. And even the other ones is like the surprising one was like Jack Black as Bowser. Like that sounded awesome. It didn't oh, yeah. like, really sound like Jack Black. Like he was doing a whole thing, but like even like Charlie Day as Luigi, I'm like, okay, great, it's just Charlie Day. But the movie visually looked fine for an animated movie. It looked I, very I, good. Looked I, very I thought crisp. there were some uh, good jokes in there about those little penguins just like chucking snowballs and it's like deeply ineffective because they're just chucking snowballs. Like that was a funny bit. That was funny. I like how destructive Bowser actually is, because for a man that I've, or a fucking Turtle. dragon or dinosaur, where the fuck he yeah. is, I've been jumping over his head and stomping on axes for 30 years, and I've been kicking his ass, so seeing him actually be like a threat was cool. But yeah, that Chris Pratt voice is no good. <laughs> no, it's not good at all. <laughs> oh boy, it's bad. All right, that's it for the news. No Alan Moore story? Oh, uh, Alan Moore says um, adult shouldn't be into superheroes and uh we're all gonna die because of it but this segment has gone on way too long so we yeah, are gonna true. move on also i understand your argument alan more totally I, I yeah i hear you buddy also i am surrounded by comics in this house uh so we're gonna move on from there to weird comics facts here are some weird comic facts prepare accordingly i'm gonna make some weird shit it's pretty freaky but it's safe this week we're talking werewolf by nights it, featuring man thing mm. so i have two i don't whatever they are where they're I'm, I'm bringing you two okay those man thing he didn't originally show up in his own solo titled book but in the 1970s he was featured in giant size man thing number one which is hilarious because it sounds like a penis and it looks like he has a big penis on his face giant size man thing number one thank you i knew that you were going to be going in that direction the moment you started talking about it i also tweeted it Ugh. Uh, also, side note, did you know that Man-Thing had a movie in 2005? I did. I was unaware of this. No, yeah, because no one fucking knows. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a 2005 Man-Thing TV movie. Is it horrible? I have. I will be upfront. I have never seen it. It's supposed to be awful. Is it on YouTube? It is on YouTube, and no one has bothered to take it down. So that mean, that's how you know it's bad. <laughs> yeah, because no one cares enough to take it down. I feel like I'm going to watch it tonight when I go home. I I couldn't recommend it. I've seen clips. But yeah, there was a 2005 Uh, Man-Thing TV movie that was shot in Australia and a bunch of Australians doing terrible American accents. I got to remind myself to show you uh, a scene from the the Spider-Man TV show, the live action Spider-Man TV show that used to exist. The one with the kid from um, uh, Sound of Music? I think so. It was like in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was not. it It was like, what is going on? It was yeah, the video was uh, was titled the most uh, the like the best Spider-Man action scene ever. No, it was just mostly him lurking away from bad guys. Great. So from uh, giant size man thing to giant men in the NBA, not my best one. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. 
He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. How about a giant beatdown of the Detroit Lions? That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. All right, the Lions. Yes, Patriots, big win over the weekend. It was throwback weekend at Gillette. They had their classic red uniforms on with the Pat the Patriot logo. The Pat the Patriot logo was at center field. They did it upright in New uh, New England this weekend, and they did it upright on the field. A 29-0 win for the Patriots. Wow, really? That's quite a win yeah it is especially considering it was the number one offense in points scored per game and the Detroit Lions held them scoreless in fact Detroit the first team in decades to go 0 for 6 on fourth down alone the Patriots wow, stopped them on four really? on six fourth down conversions yeah that's that's a wild stat yeah Bailey Zappi managed the, the game well threw for a touchdown also threw an interception which really wasn't his fault. That was more of a Nelson Aguilar thing. Ugh, no, Aguilar. Jacoby Brissett back and healthy. He caught a touchdown pass. Uh, went for over 100 yards. Team looked pretty good. They ran the ball really well. Ramondre Stevenson, career day running the football. But people are like, oh, is there a quarterback controversy now in New England? They were only able to muster one offensive touchdown you know, all day. I, I, what I can tell you is don't worry, it, be zappy. I've been uh, watching uh, preseason games, which comes from Boston, so it's it's not Maine stuff. It's all coming from Massachusetts. Uh, Mac Jones might be the worst actor I've ever seen in my fucking life. Oh, he's not a good actor, no. Holy shit. He's doing so many local commercials. He is fucking awful. Like, unwatchable. Well, he's young. He hasn't developed that skill yet. Oh, he is so bad as a commercial actor. Oh, God, it's painful. Let's see. What else? Yeah, he's not a good commercial actor. Matt Judon, though, Defensive Player of the Week in the a, uh, in the AFC. Two sacks, uh, strip, uh, including a strip sack, a bunch of tackles for losses. He played really well. Leads are tied for the league lead in sacks. So Matt Judon, got to pay him. Got to pay him in the offseason. Got to make something happen that he stays around. Up next, Cleveland, the Browns. Still not sure if Matt Jones, he's more mobile. He was moving around at practice, and he was limited participant in practice. We'll see what happens uh, come Sunday if it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi this week. Packers lost to the Giants in England. They did. They should have won because the Giants looked awful, but somehow they lost. So good job, guys. Aaron Rodgers continues to have pedestrian second halves of games, except for last week against well, two weeks ago against the Patriots. I think he is so funny. He has the most exasperated face in the NFL. Oh, all the time. He is by far the most exasperated person like whenever things don't go well the camera knows to cut to him where he's just like his, going like bug-eyed and like n- not breathing and huffing and puffing like mm. my god what a silly looking man yes um and also a silly man for other reasons because uh he's insane all right other news uh let's see um, is- oh it's opening night in the nhl the bruins taking on the capitals tonight as they get started on their new season over a Yankees game last night, there was a House of the Dragon ad where they're like, look out, there's a real dragon here. Whoa, we hope it doesn't burn down the field. And, and whoever the reporter was, they're like, oh, and by the way, House of the Dragon is airing on HBO. I'm like, oh, fuck, that was painful. It's it was not so good. Bad. Did you see that? I did not see that, it no. Is, it was god awful. It was just like, look at that dragon. Almost, oh! almost as painful as Al Michaels, who's doing the Thursday night games on Prime. I believe if I read it correctly, because I wasn't watching the game because it was a garbage game, final score was like twelve to nine. Ugly. Like no touchdowns were scored. 
they were talking about Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. He didn't say orc. He called it an ORC. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's that's amazing. Love it. Yes. Oh, my God. That's good. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Um, all right. Basketball. You ready? Yes. I got three stories. Number one, the Celtics did uh, not do a contract extension for Grant Williams, but it kind of makes sense for the plan for the year to kind of see where things land. Not saying they're not going to resign him, but no extension because uh, there'd be a whole poison pill thing and it could potentially fuck up things at the trade deadline if they did. Uh, there's our technical story. And okay. then the, the two more interesting ones. Mm. Uh, LaMelo Ball is out for the first couple of weeks with a high ankle sprain, grade two. Ah, Charlotte... Um, because the Celtics have played them twice in preseason, I can confidently say, look like shit. And they just lost their best player. So, fuck, what an awful team. Uh, don't watch the Hornets. They're they're just going to be so bad. And Good. They're, they're losing their, literally their best player, who's fine for the first part of the season. Uh, get ready for your trade packages, kids, because you're going to see like Terry Rozier in like, every goddamn possible package. And then uh, the funniest story of the week, uh, Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in practice. Oh, that was unbelievable. And then he like, Draymond Green's like, I'm taking a leave of absence from the team. For like a day and a half. Until the regular season starts. No, he's literally going to be back tomorrow or for whatever Friday. He's literally taking a day and a half off because there was all this report of like Draymond Green will be taking time off to um, like heal from this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After he punched Jordan Poole in the face because there's video that got leaked. No one knows who leaked the video, but it's fantastic video. Like there's a push and then there's a punch. Oh, yeah. He fully lays Total out sucker Poole. punch. And apparently what Jordan Poole said to him is like he, uh, he beat Draymond like on a defensive play and he called him a triple single. Oh, wow. Which is the funniest insult in the world. That's really good. But only works in the context of basketball to call <laughs> someone a triple single. I love that insult so much. You cannot use that anywhere else. No, it's the only place it exists. Oh, my God. Calling Draymond a triple single and then <laughs> Draymond punches Jordan Poole in the face. Uh, by the way, uh, both of these guys are up for contracts this year. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, yeah, and Draymond was fined and he'll be taking some time away from the team. Not really. He's missing a day and a half and he's going to be back for the preseason game on Friday. Yeah. A lot of time off. No, oh, yeah. He needed some time to settle himself down. But I mean, the punch is hilarious. But I mean, Jordan Poole is, um, he's an impressive player. He, he's, I mean, for a team that already has like, uh, Stephen Clay's three point shooters like Jordan, like to have three guys that have that range is wild. I love the insults. the whole The whole situation is just funny. It is. Where is calling someone a triple single? <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> what a great it! What a great, very specific basketball insult. It's a tremendous basketball specific insult. Uh, speaking of insults, all right, what do you got? Known piece of. No piece of garbage, Antonio Brown. Oh, my God. When you said known piece of garbage, in my brain, I went, is this an Antonio Brown story? It, it is. Oh, he, great. He's also, he's he was um, he was accused of stealing tens of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry from Dubai when he was there. But he also tweeted out a picture recently. Okay. It wasn't up for very long. It was a mock-up of, remember the gold, like a golden book? Like the little gold Yeah, binding? totally. Um, I sold them in my store. You did? I did. I did still some golden books. He did one called "Daddy Doesn't Live Here Anymore: A Book About Divorce." <laughs> oh, he sucks so much. It's a picture of Tom Brady walking out of a house. Can I see the photo? Like you're holding your holding, phone to your holding, face, holding a holding a wait, holding a suitcase. Giselle and his and one of his kids in the doorway. But look Holy who's in the shit. look who's in the window. 
Holy <laughs> shit. Do you what? see who's in the yeah, window? No, I see. Antonio Brown. No, I see that. Oh, I mean, I've seen that he's insinuated that uh, yeah. he's sleeping with Tom Brady's wife before, but <laughs> holy shit. Like, he had to commission someone for this. Antonio Brown, man. They put the dog in there. Do they have a dog? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. I guess they do because it's in the. Wow. How hilarious is that? What what a guy. What a what a class act. Is he, is he is he though? No, he isn't. Um, he's a bad human being, uh, who requires um mental health assistance. Yes, yes, he does. <sighs> anyway, wow. Yeah. Okay, great. That's sports. Uh, sports got weird this week, kids. Yes, it did. All right, we're gonna move on from there to screaming. It's streaming. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Well, I guess let's start with Andor. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and talk about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, how's Andor going for you? Because, you know, Emily helped and- me cover episodes one through four. We're now up to episodes five and six, so hey. let's uh, let's hear your assessment. Uh, and or not. <laughs> All right, you're off the hook for, uh, for having some wordplay. There you go. Thank you. Uh, you haven't watched the show yet. I haven't you, watched you, the show yet, no. Yep. Yeah, I kind of suck. You, you, <laughs> not going to lie about it. You absolutely should. Uh, again, we're going to cover this week to week, so. I got to get caught up. It's good, mostly. So, and or start, uh, opened with. Day one, they said, here's three episodes. And they were kind of slow, but they were good. And it kind of, it got you past act one. Like, this yes. is this is a um, 12 episode season. It's not a exact math, but basically one th- episodes one through three got you past act one. Then uh, episode four wasn't, was good. And we, uh, I talked about that with Emily on the show. And then there was episode five, which was last week, where literally nothing happened happened and this has been the thing i this i mean it's not just like disney's introducing this formula like but we've seen it a lot where there's stuff where they're like oh we're gonna hook you early with like a crazy action like kind of set piece and then we're gonna end you with a crazy action set piece and episode five was so definitively uh let's not spend a bunch of budget on this one yeah it yeah it was Episode five was kind of rough. Like you watch it and you're like, literally nothing happened. Like, I mean, a couple of like plot points got moved forward, but like they're, they were so small. It's like, you didn't need an episode, like a whole episode for this versus episode six. The one that came out uh, today, the day of recording, they definitely spent a ton of money, but it's, it's so weird. Just like watching like last week's episode, which was literally nothing. Isn't it amazing how they will spend like the money they spend now for this series is like way more than they spent on the original movie. Oh to, yeah. I mean, they were literally just like talking in a couple of tents last week. And that was the episode. Like, Let's talk about our plan to do a heist. And that was it. That was the whole episode. I love a good planning episode. It, nope, you don't. It was bad. It, <laughs> was, it was not fun. It was not enjoyable. You got so you're to- saying when I go to grind this out, I can skip over episode five? <laughs> you practically can. If you just watch okay. the recap of episode five, which is like 30 seconds, like, yeah, that's everything. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, it saves you 40 minutes. <laughs> I could use that. Jesus. Am I grinding out of the show? Oh, my God. Yeah, I how little that episode did was kind of wild versus like this episode where a ton happened and I don't care. I'm going to spoil some shit for you. All right, please do (laughs) my one note for episode five says five period boring. That's my one note. I like it. (laughs) I like it. 
Uh, I did like the tension in episode six when they're uh, actually doing their heist, especially cutting back and forth to like the indigenous people on the planet. That works mm-hmm. really well between like the stealing and the Imperials and the indigenous people. It, it does a great job of um, tension building. There is a one um, a reference in there to Rogue One of um, I'm not going to remember the character's name because who cares? Because he's dead. Uh, the young kid when he dies. Okay. He's telling Andor to climb. Which is the same thing that K2SO said to him in Rogue One when he was getting the Death Star plans and like he's getting like his ass blasted. Yeah. So we we uh we get a nice parallel of climb. And this was uh saying climb, like get above the um astrological event, like get over that and the TIE fighters all blow up and all that good shit. Mm. Which is enjoyable. But yeah, so we get our little uh Rogue One callback there. And at the end of the episode where he's like, Hey, I don't know if I'm gonna be part of this heist or not, like and he's like he killed that one guy and then they're like talking back and forth like with like guns point like it, it's just it's one of those things where it feels like if you just talk to people like there's not a conflict here like just talk it out <laughs> don't don't go in shooting it's basically like the same thing of like if you left someone like a note on a refrigerator it would solve all of your problems is it, it's more of those this was a this was a phone call that could have been an email yeah, like, he, like the end of the episode, like involves him. Like he kills one guy, and then he's pointing a gun at another uh, person. And it, I'm all with him killing like uh, the one guy. Like that made a bunch of sense. But like then, like when he goes in and he's pointing a gun at someone else, I'm like, or regular communication. Yeah, you don't have to come in here pointing weapons at me. We no, could no. have a talk, like you know, <laughs> like just a regular conversation would solve this problem. Uh, those outer rim people. Yeah, uh, I I really episode five. I did not like because so little happens and it totally felt like this is our money saver episode. And I don't know, like this is a compressed show. It's only 24 episodes total. But within that, like episode five felt like filler, so much filler. And I like in episode six was a ton, a ton happened in episode six. It just felt like, eh, just, I don't know. I could have cut the whole episode out. It could have been like, a, you could have covered the information that happened in that episode in like one scene. Just a little exposition. Yeah, so I mean, if we're talking like, you know, six episodes are out now, I have really enjoyed five of them. There was just one that I was like, nothing happened. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to She-Hulk. This was a fun episode. Did you watch this one? I did watch this one. Oh, great. Good. Yeah. Listen s- listen with your sascasm over there. No, I, listen, I watched this one. Daredevil. He's back, baby. He's so funny in this. He's so yeah, coy. The internet's so like... Ooh, Daredevil never did jokes before and the Netflix stuff and he's being Disneyified. I'm like, so much like there's so much to unpack and all that bullshit. Like, you know that they just they've owned this for since like, I don't know, a decade now. Yeah. And there's been so many runs on Daredevil to do different things. And even within the Netflix show, like one of his first scenes, like uh he rolls up with his partner Foggy and he's talking to Karen Page. He's like, Oh, we're gonna be your lawyer. She's like, How long have you been a lawyer? She's like, Foggy, what time is it? He's like, oh, it's three o'clock. About seven hours. <laughs> Like, literally one of his first scenes... Is a joke. Is a joke. And people were like, Daredevil can't make jokes. Like, you know what? Human person can have human emotions. True. Daredevil also bones. If someone's just, like, constantly sad all the time, that's not really a human. That's not how humanity works. So, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) would be my take. You can do multiple things. And he did get dark in this episode. He was beating ass. Oh, he was killing people. Yeah. He had a... I mean, a classic Daredevil hallway fight. 
and I, I jokingly like put it up on Twitter and then I like was uh, reading a thing from the director of the episode like, oh yeah, we we're totally doing a daredevil hallway fight. Yeah, like, oh, right. look, see, there where's, it is. Where he's beating ass. He is. And also smashing ass. So I knew that joke was coming and I hate you for it. Daredevil is so horny. He fucks everyone. He is one of the worst people to date in Marvel comics. It's like him and Cyclops. Like they they always ended up like doing their girlfriends like so dirty and like get them in like fucking horrible situations. <laughs> Daredevil is so horny and um is so bad at being in relationships. That's also sounds that, like, that is a constant. Also sounds like Jennifer Walters is in the same boat. Well, we've talked about um when we did that issue of She Hulk that like rewrote like all of Marvel comic stuff. Like if something seemed weird, it was a character from Earth too. Where they're like literally um there was a retcon of uh She Hulk sleeping with the juggernaut where you um you didn't obviously see it in action, but like you saw like a post coital snuggle. Do you and, think he and, went and I'm the later, juggernaut bitch? I hope not. And then, like, she was like, I never slept with the Juggernaut. And then there was that issue of She-Hulk that we covered that confused the shit out of you. And I think I was drunk when we did it. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, where uh, they retconned that. It's like, oh, yeah, that was an Earth 2 thing. Ah. Or not not, not Earth 2, uh, Counter-Earth. The Earth that, like, revolves around the sun. In the other direction. Equally, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I th- I'm pretty sure. I remember you were very confused, and I'm pretty sure I was loaded. All right. I believe you on that. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone remembers that episode, because I don't. No. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? I don't. Well, we've done like 300 something. Yeah, there's now. a lot of episodes to remember. <laughs> uh, I liked, I liked the, uh, again, courtroom scenes are hilarious. The client's, fro- was it Frog Frogman? No, Frog frog Boy. Leapfrog. Leapfrog. Who is a uh, early Daredevil character. He appeared in Daredevil number 25 in the 60s. And I love how his, his layer is called the Lily Pad. <laughs> Oh my god! I, yeah, and he had like he had a frog symbol in there. It was all like very Batman inspired. Yeah, the video games like Frogger, Super Frogger, Leap. I think one of them was Leap Frogger. Yeah, no, I mean that was entertaining. Uh, I love the Matt Murdock walk of shame. That was funny. I, I that was um, probably the best moment of the episode. I just thought it's like walking by that like old woman. Just, good morning. Uh-huh. Good morning. He's whistling. Who doesn't love a good walk of shame? Apparently, Daredevil embraces it. Oh yeah. Gonna put on my costume. Yep. Not, not gonna put on my boots. Because I've been done knocking my boots. Mm, very, very appropriate. Yes. Also, like, there's that moment where she's like, Who are you? And, like, you hear the old Netflix theme in there, like, do, 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 do. It's like, I'm Daredevil. And she's like, Who? Which I thought was really good. Uh, is Daredevil canon? Maybe. Marvel had a thing up on their website, which wasn't a quote, it was just like, the first paragraph of an article like it's the same daredevil you've known and loved and that's about as close as they've gotten to saying whether it's canon or not the stuff that happened before i bet that they are just going to ignore it yeah uh you can pretend that it happened or you can pretend that it didn't and there will probably be a contradiction at some time and you'll just kind of have to shrug your shoulders and go it's mm. my guess but uh and then she hulk uh punches a screen she's I, getting I, I exposed love, i did I mean, if someone let's let's use you because I I would probably only give a shit. Um, if someone were to project a video of you having sex with a rando, would you punch it? I'd be like, well, that's some really good deep fake editing because that's nothing that's happened in my life recently. <laughs> oh God, what a believable response! Thank thank you. Uh, yeah, I think I would be trying to unplug it. I'd be like, it's never looked that big before. 
Look at it on the big screen. Yeah. Everybody just stand in awe and terror. Behold. Look into its eye. <laughs> oh, Cyclops. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is taking a bad turn. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. Like she punches the screen. She's like, ah, oh, these Did you catch the did you catch when they were like listing all the things about her? Like the last thing that was like she's a slut. I guess. I don't remember it specifically, but yeah. probably. Yeah, the the was the audio like like all the things that were wrong with her and like thoughts like she's a slut. I was like, wow, Disney. Um, this this show also said shit in it. It did. We we've heard um like in Age of Ultron, like Captain America cursing, that was kind of a runner. Yeah. So we we've heard a little bit of cursing in Marvel, but not a ton. I totally get like her being upset. I also think it's like I like the attitude they're taking of like, oh, who's the female lawyer of the year? All of them. Like yes. that, that that's a great gag and the like um making fun of these like butthurt fucking whiners on the internet. Oh yeah. Is funny. Uh we'll see what happens uh with the finale this week. Uh Hulk is coming back, he's gonna fight the abomination, so that looks cool as shit. There's there was like a half a second clip of that in like in a thirty second teaser. I like it. Not te- uh, it's not a spoiler because it was put out on the internet, kids. But yeah, I don't know. I've really enjoyed the show. Yeah, I think this has I hope been they do more of it. I think this has been one of the better offerings from them, and they've had some really yeah. good offerings. Yeah, this one, the stuff that I think has worked a I little th- bit better is the stuff that has a voice more than it like a like a unique voice like i i like i didn't love every second of like wandavision but at least it had a style going for it i think which i appreciate and i appreciate that they're doing this and i I like hawkeye a lot and hawkeye necessarily didn't have quite the voice that this has i don't know what i like most about this though i think we we hit on it it's 35 minutes tops it's quick and a lot happens and there's no downtime there's no wasted nothing was there's been no wasted time in any of these episodes all right, we're going to move on from there to Lord of the Rings. Oh, so good. Rings of Power. Mm. So, uh, cool thing for this episode, because we're coming up on the season finale, I think. Yes, we are next week. Uh, so, all that post-volcano stuff, mm-hmm. no green screen on that. That's all practically done with lighting and shit. Wow. So, all that like all that red, all that nasty. That's really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a cool little tidbit Just about the, that. that hazy diffusion. Lots happened. I think you know things are moving forward here. They're, I mean- to Here's a the, point. To I, a point. Like, they're not going to tie up all the storylines. Like They're going to leave a lot of strings dangling. Supposedly, we're going to find out who Sauron is before the end. I do not... Um, uh, before the end of the season? I think so. I think that's what they said was happening. I do not like the false tension around Isildur. Yeah, we, everybody knows he's alive. I know. So that's why I didn't... Why do it then? Like I don't... There's, there's I no it's, tension. It's entirely false. Like, yeah... Oh man, he was there when this happened. He's not dead. We know he's not dead. Maybe it's a story. It's for storytelling device to get um, Elendil to kind of like have some character development and like become more jaded. I think you're gonna see. This is a theory that just kind of floated in my head, right? That Elendil is gonna be very apprehensive in trusting anybody going forward, and as somebody who has read the books religiously and knows the Silmarillion front to back, and I could tell you all about the Akalabeth. The what? The Akalabeth. Am I saying it wrong? I have no idea what you're talking about until like you were saying things and then you said something and I have no fucking idea what that last thing you said was. Okay, well, so leading up to the fall of Numenor. Oh, okay. Please explain this to me, you well-read scholar. Well, first of all, the Queen Regent, she's screwed because her eyes are gone and they're going to come back and Farazhan's going to be having a little party. Just going to float that out there. But I know from watching youtube videos i was gonna say where are you getting this information because i've read um i've 
I've read six books. I haven't read all the like additional like oh like post Tolkien death stuff. Like I, I unfinished I've, I've, tales. Yeah, like I did uh, the the regular Lord of the Rings books. I've done those. I don't know, couple of times each. I've done the Hobbit a couple of times. Similarly, I've done twice. Children of Her, and I've done once. Anyway, so as you know, as a well versed Tolkien scholar, at some point I was say, I've read a bit. <laughs> at some point, they will be bringing Sauron back to Numenor, and Numenor, and he turns Numenor into like there's like human sacrifices, I guess, and they start worshiping Melkor, and see. Am well, I pressing you? No, yet? Th- no. Uh, Melkor is dead. I think at this point. No, but they can worship Melkor. They do some worshiping of evil things. I think this is going to lead to Elendil being very apprehensive about because remember he said I should have never pulled her, that elf up on the boat. This is setting the stage for Elendil to be very apprehensive and very guarded about who he trusts and what happens. And they're not going to. It's going to be that y'all should have listened to me and not brought this sucker over to Numenor. He's going to lead to nothing but bad things. And he's like, hey, we're getting out of here. And then, you know, the sea swallows up Numenor and the earth is made round. Yeah, suck on some of that knowledge. I'm sorry, I've been watching like a Rings cool- of Power Explained videos. Uh, no, I don't watch those. They seem a little pretentious. <laughs> there's a there's a cool guy, though. His name is, uh, I can't remember. He started his own university. It's like an accredited university. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The um, Tolkien expert. Yeah. That- he's really... Yeah, that dude wrote a book. I bought uh, my wife a book of his about the Hobbit, and yeah, I know he's he's done like literally like a line by line reading podcast of like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but he's done like uh, you know like Wired will do Ask the Expert, and like he's done a couple of you know. Yeah, I I listen to um. He's got like, a podcast, I think. Too, yeah, and... I, I listened to like two or three of them, and I was just like, oh shit, this is dense, and then I stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's like. Faking Isildur's death is helping set up Elendil to be very much guarded about how he protects Numenor in the future. And he's going to obviously fail because Sauron's going to end up in Numenor. And guess who I think Sauron is? I think I've landed on it. Talibrand. Good. Good. I don't think it's I don't think it's the elf. Stand by my elf. I mean, he wasn't in the episode. I stand by my elf theory. A, well, I mean, I, I, don't know, I still like the theory of Halibrand being the king of the dead or becoming the witch king of Agmar. No, I don't think that one. Maybe the King of the Dead. I'm I'm not sold on that, but I don't think he's. But I mean, the way he was like the true king of the Southlands, and now the Southlands are Mordor. I could have done without the the change where it said Southlands, and they changed the script to Mordor. We figured it out. You don't need to show, don't tell. Look at you watching fucking YouTube videos. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I guess um that's Jared watched YouTube videos about the Lord of the Rings. I did. Did I have any other notes? What did I have on here? I don't know. Um, I said fake tension, no green screen. Um, Could it be the Queen Regent? Step no. away from the time? Is that what I wrote? Well, I can't read my last note, so we're moving on. Oh, we, we totally skipped over the stuff with uh, the Balrog at the end. S- sad Gandalf. Sad Gandalf? Yeah, or whatever he is. They're the like, stranger? Don't, don't go with us, Gandalf, because we're sad and have this apple. What about, actually, what about the Eminem looking character? Oh, that's what it says. Step away from the tree. What are you doing? He's shaking a dead tree, and you're like, I'm going to stand under it. Mm, yes. And then they get like upset that he made a branch fall. Mm. That'd be like if I was cutting up a piece of meat, and you stuck your hand under the knife, and then you were like, oh, shit, you shouldn't have been cutting up that meat. Like, no. Cut that S- meat. Stay Cut aw- that meat. Stay away from my knife. Mm. What are you doing? Get out of here. It's a good point. It's a very good point. But they're, I mean- 
Like, oh, get out of get out of here, definitely Gandalf. Yeah, but then he's like, why? Get get away from me, shaking a tree. But what what is that character? The visitor, the whatever, the the wanderer, the wanderer. Yeah, no, no, not the stranger. No, the 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 one that's dressed in white with the black hands. Oh, we don't know. Oh, um, maybe they're Sauron. Uh, I mean, the dwarf stuff is. Um, I'm enjoying that. Yes, I think I, I do like the idea of like, oh, we made this leaf better. Hey, father, look at this leaf. It's fine again. He's like, if it were me, I'd be like, this is a different leaf. Yep. I'm going to still throw it down this hole. What proof do I possibly have? You just gave me a dead leaf. And then he throws it into the hole and he disturbs the Balrog. He's like, hey, but that leaf isn't as dead as the leaf was before. He's like, no, it's still a dead leaf. Yeah, the leaf is dead because you ripped it off a tree. Yeah, what What proof is this? I live in Maine. I see it happen every year. Oh, my God. It's like we have that lovely reprieve. It's like so many tourists in the summer and then we get like three weeks off and now they're back again like ooh, leaf peeping well guess what all the wind and rain is going to take care of that real quick good enjoy nothing those leaves are going to fuck right off fucking flatlanders wow all right that's it for lord of the rings yeah my yes that was my last note uh get away from the tree (laughs) because what are you doing i don't know what are you doing all right uh last bit of reviews my god it's gonna be a long show show. oh boy all right Oh my God! Shut up! We're doing the next bit. Yes, it's, we're uh, last bit of screaming and streaming because it's spooky season. We're mm. doing a review. It's time for Werewolf by Night. Boo! Yes, entertaining. The uh, Bloodstone. A lot of good stuff in there. Ulysses um, Bloodstone. That's a great name. Yeah, isn't it weird that the guy named Ulysses Bloodstone some found something called the Bloodstone? What are the chances? <laughs> Not high. <laughs> and what are the chances the guy named Jack Russell would be a werewolf? I do. A, think it was funny that they did not put his last name i think that's hilarious that they didn't put his last name he's like yeah my name's jack don't worry about the last name yeah you don't need to worry about that and my friend penis face oh no it's just ted just ted such a great name man thing's name is ted uh ted salas i think is the full name but whatever werewolf by night uh like literally the movie starts out it's like hey we're like an old universal classic monster movie what they don't do which i wish they did a lot of the early universal movies for some reason and to be fair i don't know what the reason is okay a lot of the early movies opened with swan lake from like the ballet yes it's like probably because it was in the public domain at that point I have no idea why they did, but a bunch of them opened with that. So, like, but this opened with something different. It was like, oh, look at these claws across the Marvel logo and then some regular music. And then we're going to pretend for a little bit that it's old school. Like, hey, there's some film grain and there's the occasional cigarette burn, which, to be fair, I haven't seen in a very long time because that's not a thing at movie theaters anymore. Because they don't have to change reels. Yeah. They come on DVD. Yeah, so there or was Blu-ray or if, high if, laser disc. If you're, yeah, I mean, at this point, they just get sent files mm. and can play them. But I wish they had played Swan. Like, if you're gonna like pretend that you're an old Universal movie, play Swan Lake. Like, that's just. I don't know if. Well, I do know. I do know. Like, the majority of audiences w- would not have gotten it, but I don't think it would have taken them out of it either. So that was something I. Uh, that's about the only change I would have made. But like. It, it was so weird seeing like, oh, this is in like HD, but also we have film grain, like, and also only for a little bit. So that was a little confused to me. Like they, they were doing it, but I like they weren't fully selling the idea. Yeah. I mean, they kind of, uh, as the whole thing transitioned from beginning to end, I mean, obviously with the big transition at the end, 
It's like, why can't you just... I thought the ending was a little hokey. Oh, I love the ending. I thought I, I love how hokey the ending was. So, I mean, you're agreeing it was hokey. Oh, totally. I, but I do love, uh, by the way, full spoilers. It's on Disney Plus. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I do love the transition. And even like, so they're clearly aware of music. Like, also, the director is the composer who is also probably the biggest composer kind of working today like the last generation was kind of like john williams danny elfman this generation is kind of like michael giacchino the director also the composer for this and um like bear mccready like those are kind of like the big names right now but getting like uh that song from wizard of oz i'm like okay so we're getting like songs from the 30s but you couldn't give me swan lake up front like that it's a very small gray but it was yeah. just kind of like what are we doing like come on you know you know how the old ways were and i imagine that song like you probably it's fucking disney money you could have done that it's true they probably could have done it uh jack russell going in the beginning uh some of the imagery has been kind of matched online there's an image of um gore being killed by thor it was in there. There's a Wendigo. I think that was about it. Uh, was Jack actually a monster hunter? I couldn't tell. No, I mean, he was in there to to get Ted free. Yeah. So I think that's why he was there initially. But has he? did he legitimately fight monsters before? Like, is does he have... Oh, and then like maybe he got bit by a werewolf while fighting monsters and that's how he became... I'm not saying that necessarily. I mean, that could be it. I'm just saying, or I'm asking, does he actually have monster fighting credentials or was uh, did he fake his way in there? That's a good point. It's a great question. I don't have an answer. No, I don't either. I thought it was interesting though to like gather everybody up to be like to fight for the right to the bloodstone. I like that it was the one thing that was in color, so it like, yeah. gave it the significance yeah, it's very um, Schindler's listy. Yes, uh, I thought the whole like when they open the the casket and he's talking, I'm like, this is very tales did, from the crypt. Like, I did like that. That it looks, I love how cheesy that looked. He's like, yeah. look at my body, ha 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 ha. I'll be rotting for you. I'm like, I could just hear in the back of my head you going, boo. I <laughs> know, I loved it. I was like, ha, ah, great. Give me your puns. I like how shitty Elsa was to her stepmom. Oh, yeah. You should have been here all along. She's like, eh, eat a dick. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, there was all that. I liked the hunt itself. There was that, like, weird Irish man. Yes, who gets disintegrated by man thing. He does. I wish we got to see a little more personality from something like when that one guy uh, gets killed, like with um, after getting his hand cut off. I do. Yes. I didn't. And he has the thing shot up through his chin. I wish they had shown that a little bit clearer because I thought she had just taken uh, the contraption off of his arm, like whatever, shooting those bolts. No, he took his hand off. I know. I got it afterwards, but I like in when it was happening in the moment, I didn't realize that. That's, yeah. So I don't think that was very clearly shown until kind of after the fact. I thought that was cool. I love all the man thing stuff. Like when he's in black and white, he looks a uh, little CG. But when they, that last scene of him, like in color, oh, like, beautiful, gorgeous. He, yeah, he, oh, he's there. All of the man thing. That looks great. Oh, yeah. Big old penis face there. Uh, I, I like the thought of like, okay, like the double misdirection of like, okay, so there's this man thing and there's still like 20 minutes. Oh, we're going to put Jack and, um, Elsa. Elsa in a cage, and we're going to make him eat Elsa as a werewolf and then kill the werewolf. That backfired big time. Also, why could they just, why did they have to use the bloodstone to turn him into the werewolf? Why couldn't they have just said, okay, here's the full moon? I th- like, I felt I, like that was like, we have this MacGuffin, we have this red herring here, and we're going to have w- to use it somehow. 
if I were to take a stab at it, I think that is to establish potentially in the future, if this ever comes back, the he's not only going to be a werewolf one to three nights a month and you can use um, something else triggering. Okay. Would, would that be my guess? Could be wrong, but it feels like they wanted to introduce like, oh, hey, we can do this more than... Yeah, we don't have to like wait like, for... Like, oh, if he's going to team up with... I don't know if they're going to do like a some kind of like monster tie-in thing like that he's only going to be functional a couple of days and they have ways to trigger him yeah would be my guess i mean he gets to wreck havoc for a little bit i wish we got a better solid look at him yeah there was never like a full full-on werewolf i mean he's in there for like maybe like five to ten minutes but in that five to ten minutes he raises a lot of hell and there are even close-ups but like i don't we never get a well-lit shot of him. This is also clearly the most violent MC, like Marvel stuff ever. Like one of the most violent Marvel scenes. Yeah, it's not, I thought some of the stuff with like um, the weapons was more violent than like the werewolf stuff. Like Elsa, like putting it, like like chopping into someone's head, and it doesn't go all the way through because you know yeah. it's a fucking skull, and those things are pretty heavy. A couple of slit throats. Yeah, lots of blood, but. Yeah, all black and white. Yeah. Like the werewolf stuff was still like obviously violent. When he ripped the guy's guts out and threw him at the camera. That yeah, I think that shot went on a little too long. Um yeah. to be honest. But you know what I was thinking? I, I, I still did enjoy it. During that scene when they were in that room and the door was closing and they were trying to escape and he kept I was like, it's like that Darth Vader scene from Rogue One. Yeah, kind of. He just kind of they're trying to get out and they're not gonna have any success. Yeah, we're gonna tear you apart. Um I don't know, the man thing stuff I really liked. I like all the actors that were involved in this, I didn't re- like. Some of the other hunters were a little weak, but I don't yeah. think that's any fault of their own. They just they didn't have that much to work with. No, they didn't. But but anyone who had like more than six lines, I thought was really strong in this. And I like that it's just like maybe it's a one and done. It could be if they if it's just that great. I I totally loved it. But it's entertaining as hell. If they want to add more stuff, also great. Totally on board for that, too. But it it works as its own thing, and I like that. Yes, I would agree 100%. I was entertained. It it was probably, having not watched a lot of the old Columbia... Universal. Universal. I felt like this was probably more violent than that was. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, 100%. I think, I mean, I think you watched uh, Frankenstein versus the Wolfman over here. I, I think, think I did, probably, yeah. I think you did. Because I probably remember shitting on the Wolfman or Frankenstein. Wait, oh, is that the one where... No, that's not the one where Frankenstein smokes. And the like, the blind guy's like, smoke good. Yeah, no, that, that's Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. But he, like, he makes a friend, and he's like, smoke good. Yeah, yeah, that's Bride. Yeah. yeah I fucking love that movie. We t- I talked about that last week. I don't even dwell on that movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure you saw Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. Like, the two of them fight, and then, like, a fucking castle explodes. It's a good time. All right, there we go. Uh, the other thing I wrote down here, just I'll leave it as my last little note. I like that he didn't know how to use ex- his explosive. That was funny. That was a good bit. Yes. <laughs> Nothing more to add than that. I just liked it. All right. Um, I recommend it. If you enjoy old school monster pictures. I don't think it's old. It, it pretends like it is. It's not. But no, if you if you like stuff in kind of that vein and you like monstery things, then why not? You want to see some throats get cut and some sexual tension between wolf and woman and man and man thing then this is the story for you yeah man thing made him some coffee that was really nice of him hey who doesn't love it in that french press yeah he had it out in the woods yeah all right all right we're moving on yes time for letters to the editors hey that's last bit 
Lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. Yes, if you want to ask your questions, email us. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. What do we got this week, Zach? Well, I'm glad we're down to the last segment because my uh, I'm out of tea uh, and my throat is fucking raw. Uh-huh. So, yeah, if you want to ask us your own questions, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Hey, this that. week. I'm Sorry. I was just trying to save your throat. Uh, what do you think the next Marvel special presentation should be? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know, Zach. What do you think? Well, I was thinking about this today. Okay, because you had a chance to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell you these things ahead of time. Uh, I I like... It doesn't necessarily have to be a horror thing. I like the idea of sticking to like smaller trial stuff. Like the first thing that came to mind, honestly, was Alpha Flight, um, Canada's team of superheroes. Ah, Ross, three Ross. I have no idea if he still listens. I, I I would hope he does. I have no idea. What's he doing with his life? I don't know. It's a good question. I immediately he, thought of Ross. He doesn't tweet that much anymore, so I don't know. It's mm, a good question. Um. Not- out of the loop of his life. But that would be my first go. Just, oh, let's try like an alpha flight. Or, I mean, you could even, if you want to stick in this like same horror genre, you could, you could do like Living Mummy or something like that. Or you could even try out some of like the Tomb of Dracula stuff and like get it set up like before something like Blade. Like if you want to establish a world where it's like you have things um, already set up. So like when it happens like in a mainstream movie, you're not like, vampires this came out of nowhere like if you have the opportunity to set it up with something that's like small like less than an hour kind of cheap like yeah do that you know what i think would be fun if they did a special presentation of an amalgam comic (laughs) that's never gonna happen no but it'd be fun wouldn't it it'd be fun it will never happen that was the question what do you think should be yeah exactly huh ow hit you in the face yes you did jerk with my bald up notes you did yeah i think i think it'd be fun to see like just do like a fun amalgam but you're right it'll never happen yeah you could i mean even if you want to i don't know maybe like cheat the idea of villains like marvel one of their bigger criticisms um less so in recent years but definitely one of their criticisms for a lot of years was oh like you like your villains are either just like mirrors of your heroes like you're um iron mongers your abominations your red skulls your loki's like we're just doing the opposite of what you are and you're not really that well established i think there would be some potential uh within this to maybe establish your villain in something small and cheap and then when you do like a feature film you don't have to worry about like setting up their motivation or their characterization because that legwork's already been done and you can just focus on the hero and address people to that content and not like get that backlash of like well this villain's underdeveloped or whatever the hell oh that's actually a brilliant idea good for you yeah i just thought of that on the spot i think it was a good idea that's a great idea you should why am i I giving this shit away for free yeah you should (laughs) you should be a showrunner you should write things and come up with ideas yeah i like that idea good for me there you go good job well i'm sure uh, all of disney is listening all right that's the show let's right. let's get the hell out of all here. right if you enjoyed the show please help us out go to patreon.com slash editors note comics a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it and right now you're more likely to throw a dart at a calendar and figure out which day we're recording it based on the week this week wednesday next week before that because zach wants to watch the season opener for the celtics on tuesday they didn't need to know that <laughs> but i'm telling them i'm i'm giving them some of the insider pool so yeah, Dollar Month gets you the show the day we record it, and you also get access to stuff behind the paywall. 
You can also reach out and contact us. We prefer if you, uh, well, we don't just prefer, we'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, as well as... Mostly iTunes. I don't care about the other ones. Well, there you go. And uh, you can email us, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Give me a one-star review on Spotify. I don't give a shit. I'm not looking at Spotify. Oh, there you go. And you can also uh, find Zach on Instagram. Nope. That's not true. Well, you, it's I mean, still technically, I guess it's still there. I haven't yeah. checked in years. You you can find Zach on Twitter at editorsnotecomics. Yeah. And you're there, too, I don't know, tweeting about football. At Junior Rich. Pretending like you know what you're talking That's about. That's right. That's why I do every week on this show, too. <laughs> ah, fuck. Ah, got him. I, I was struck when I looked away. Yeah, that's the point. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, more spooky stuff. I think I know what it is, but we will see. Woo! Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's ending a franchise that's like 50 years old that Jared has never seen. Okay, cool. Or something else. All right. It's one of those two things. Bye-bye. Bye.